live from their respective homes, it's Just Meaningful Plastic. Here are the hosts and judges, Kitty Clayton Narber and Chris Darkham Goodman. Chris, welcome back to Just Meaningful Plastic, a Dancing with the Stars retrospective podcast. We are on season 12 of our famed show, and it is weeks 8 and 9. We have the semis and a week before the semis. (laughs) The quarterfinals? Sure. I didn't know if it was like a themed week or not. No, it was the quarterfinals. (laughs) Of course, naturally, uh, naturally it was. Instant, instant choreography week. Instant choreo week. Oh, we yeah. I, I, w- I will say, for some reason in my brain, I keep thinking this is the ninth season, and I don't know why. So you said season 12, and I was like, oh yeah, it's season 12, not in season 9. No, that is interesting that your brain is going to that for some reason. I don't know why. Considering, like, we were two episodes away from getting to do, like, our new Benny Franks, our next top five. I know. And yet, it's season nine. And yet, we are enjoying season nine for the third time. Um, a question you, I did not prep you for this at all because I was not prepped for this at all. Today I was talking to a coworker and she out of the blue begrudgingly said, send, I will watch three dances from Dancing with the Stars. Send them to me. Like, tell me which three to watch. And I wanted to obviously respond to her quickly. So I'm not going to give you a ton of time. Mm-hmm. But I will reveal my top three while you kind of think through it. Instantly, first one that came to mind, Hadrian Marks, Proud Mary Drive. Mm-hmm. So I sent that one off right away. And then I went to like, well, I want her to experience a mural and Max, but I wasn't sure exactly which one. So I went with their um, finale, Argentine Tango. And then the third one that I sent was a Sean and Derek. Crap, which one did I do? It was a Sean and Derek one for sure. Oh, Sean and Derek Mambo. Oh, excellent choice. I know exactly. That's the one with the fake out. The yep. She's yep. up. Yeah, I know yep. that. I know that one, obviously. Um, okay. I My brain kind of went to... It's so hard to just say three I know. And this is, you want to give ones that are like, excite. you know, you want to yes. give crowd pleasers to someone mm. who doesn't really know the show. Yes. So like, I'll be honest, my brain went to, to Marilyn Max's freestyle, which is my favorite right. Marilyn Max, but I'm not going right. to pick that one. So I'm not picking Marilyn Max at all, which is wrong. I know. Okay. But okay. I'm, I'm going to go with the Mario finale uh, Pasa Doble. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go with the Jordan Fisher jive, the the proud Mary jive. Okay. Okay. <sighs> okay. Okay. Here's the thing. I'm this close to picking Sean and Derek's freestyle, but <laughs> but, but instead, I'm gonna go with the Gilles Marini. Argentine tango. All excellent choices. Wait, so do yours again real quick. So you want... Mario Paso. Mario Paso. 
Shiel Tango, mm-hmm. and and Jordan Jive. You went all males. I went all females, which is just interesting mm-hmm. that instinctually that's what we went with, huh? Okay, cool. But let's a little be, thought experiment. But let's be clear about one thing. I'm picking that as much for Karina. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. Karina. Karina. Cheryl Mother Forkin Burke. Right. Right. Honestly, as I started to pick like people's dances, it nearly would have been three Argentine tangos, but I was like, no, stop. You already, you already sent one. <laughs> I'm just shocked you didn't pick Stacy Keebler Drive. The biggest reason I did not was because I felt that the graphics of it would be too grainy and I Mm -hmm. wanted her to be able to experience like well conserved ones yeah Mm -hmm. I get that yeah I was seeing commercials for the new season of Dancing with the Stars all over Mm -hmm. college football this weekend Mm -hmm. and I'm just getting like "Mm." I still hate that it's not Tom I know was it the, the, like, Alfonso and Julianne dancing commercial? Yeah. I just don't like it. I just don't like it. Especially if you're going to highlight dancing. Like, I don't know, maybe do your pros. Also, it features Julianne doing a flip. And it looks like it's sped up or something. So it looks mm-hmm. digital. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. No. Do we have a start date for that yet? It just said, like, coming soon or, like, fall. Yeah, that's all I've ever seen. Nothing concrete. Mm-hmm. So, how you doing, girl? How's how's doing, your week? How's your day? I'm doing pretty good. I had a nice weekend. Did the you boys, have a good Labor day Um, Well, I had to work a half day, so that kind of was a bummer, but... It was good beyond that. I am, actually, I've not talked to you about this either. Megan got me onto the book series, A Court of Thorns and Roses. Have you heard anything about this? Nope. I am loving it. It's like a fantasy, like wartime. It's so good. I am loving every second of it. It's a five book series. I started it not that long ago. I'm already on book three. Um... (laughs) been doing a lot of reading lately so i had a pretty good weekend the boy bought a new car we stand you know financial decisions we stand being independently secure enough to do that financially there we go i was trying to think the right word financially independent enough to do that so that was fun it's a hybrid that's pretty exciting (laughs) wow did he get a tesla no, he did not. It's a Kia. Kia Nero. Uh, I mean, I would support Elon Musk. I would buy a Tesla. We do. We love him on this pod, famously. Why has he not been on Dancing with the Stars? He seems like the person that they would have tried to get back in the day. Yeah, actually, that is a little surprising. I mean, he was on SNL that one time. That was recent. So he was really, he was really brave. He came out as a autistic man, right? Asperger's. I don't know. Did he? 
He said something, yeah, about having it. Oh, well, too bad he also sucks. I know. How's your week been? How's your day? How's your month, your year? Um, today has been uh, a little stressful. Uh, Tim had surgery this morning. Mm. Uh, so it, it went well. That's good. But mm. like it had been delayed. So I mean, we were just like, so after the pod, I will be going over to see him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is doing well. He is recovering. All good. good. But it good. meant that like today, my love. today has been emotional maybe cried watching Dancing with the Stars because of it, but it was fine. Isn't that what Dancing with the Stars is here for, you know, for your emotional days? Yes. It, it truly is. What's been the the most emotional thing you've ever seen on Dancing with the Stars? Um, Lori Hernandez, grandma dying and her going out there and doing either the foxtrot or the waltz or something like that with Val. And she like wipes the tear away as she is out there performing. I'll never forget it. To me, the most emotional thing ever on Dancing with the Stars is in what we're going to talk about today. Well, okay. Yeah. I mean, Yeah. I that mean, too. I was, I, I have been prepared for this all season and then to yeah. have it on today of all days <laughs> was a lethal combination. Yeah, that's, that's rough. <laughs> but Tim is fine and Kim is fine and we're all fine for it. Katim is fine. Katim is doing great. I love this ship now. I want Tim to be on Dancing with the Stars with Kim Johnson. Oh, I mean, I know nothing of his abilities, but I know he would kill it. Well, now that he has his knee ligament redone, mm-hmm. it'll be fine. He can do Dancing it'll with the totally Stars now. Fine. Yeah, no, now he's ready. Dancing with the Stars, call him up. I did tell my co-worker who was talking about Dancing with the Stars but today specifically that I think it is time for them to do a fan season where fans get to compete. Because who's, I mean, really, who's watching anymore? <laughs> so why not give me my dream and finally partner me up with someone on Dancing with the Stars? So instead of Dancing with the Stars, it's just Dancing with the Plebes? Yeah. Dancing with the Rabble? Dancing with the... Dancing with Dancing the... with the Commoners. Yes. Time's been up. You know, I want it. I think the people want it. Call us up, uh, BBC World. Yeah, we'll do it. I'm not... I ain't busy we'll, this We'll fall. produce it. I yeah. mean... Lord knows the networks are pressed for content right now. We'll do it. We'll do it. I have a question. I don't yes. actually know this. Was that just the premise of Dance Wars Carrie Ann vs. Bruno? Maybe. I don't actually know. Maybe. No, people wanted that. Everyone wanted that. But no, what they wanted were, it so were they just bad like regular dance? to watch it. <laughs> Were they like actual dancers on that show? I don't know. I never watched it. I don't know. Speaking of things you won't let me watch. 
Did yeah. you watch Dance Center? Yes. They did a not short clip of Max's bachelor season. Yes. From the Ukraine. Did that convince you that we need to watch it? No. <laughs> no, it did not. Did it convince you that we need to watch it? I have been saying it since day one. <laughs> can you actually find it? Online? I don't, I will try, I can try. Okay, okay. It, maybe, maybe. Maybe just like one episode. Right, maybe. Did you like this dance center? I thought it was one of the best they've done in a long time. It was so funny. I absolutely loved this dance center. I just, everything that they were doing was just so ridiculous. Like Jerry Rice was absolutely killing me. Like him dipping the cutout of himself in the jar labeled sex. Yes. So good. Yes. The mispronunciation of Max's last name. So good. Kenny Mean is so funny. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, what's fun is I can never tell how scripted they are because sometimes I can't tell how in on some of the jokes Len is. Like, obviously, (laughs) there are some bits where he knows, but sometimes it just feels like Len Len and Kenny are genuinely, like, not on the same page. I know. At one point, Len is like, let me talk. Like, he kind of says something, and it's like, I don't know if that's scripted. Like, Len seems a little frazzled right now. But clearly he loves doing it. Yeah. Whereas, like, sometimes when Bruno starts moving, it seems like Len genuinely gets annoyed at Bruno moving around on the table. Absolutely. I think he does. I genuinely think he does. So, this was the quarterfinals and the semifinals. We will begin with the quarterfinalist who goes home. I don't think he should have gone home in the quarterfinals. But he does. It is mm-hmm. Lil Romeo. Sorry, mm-hmm. drop the Lil. Romeo. Yeah, he comes and from a pres- he comes from a prestigious dancing family. <laughs> and you know what? He just wants to show the kids to how to dance. He wants to show the kids everybody can dance. Yeah. Um No Limits. Was that the other one? Yep. <laughs> No limits. No limits in his dancing, man. <laughs> like, the dance center just sometimes feels brutal, but in, like, a fun way. Yeah. And, like, I have noticed, especially in the live shows, Romeo loves to plug his current projects. He loves to, like, say this. It, like, he kind of always just has canned answers, like, prepared things. And I've right. always noticed it. And so for Dance Center to make fun of it, <laughs> I'm just like, oh boy. Yeah. It was good. It was very good. So Romeo and Chelsea begin their final two dances with a tango. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's in like a red vinyl dress. with Like an... a latexy. And it's beautiful. And then there's just this like black bow on her butt. And I hated it. I know. I really didn't think the bow was necessary at all. I felt like the late, especially because they were doing a Britney song. Mm-hmm. So like the latex worked. Yeah. I will also say Tell the me. way they styled this dance 
is they had one like sharp lone spotlight and low lighting everywhere else. Mm -hmm. Romeo was in like black head to toe, like neck to toe even. Because of that, because of how dark it was and how like contrasted the audience was, far too often I actually thought his outfit was blending into the background. Yeah. So unfortunately, I was just like, they they really need to put him in like a red shirt. Or it they just should've... didn't have the sharpness. You couldn't yeah. quite tell how well he was hitting some of the movements because I do agree he was yeah. blending. Because I mean, yeah. he even had black gloves on, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So like, you truly couldn't see a lot of him in this mm-hmm. dance because of how because of that sharp contrast of light, mm-hmm. uh, which was was a shame because I thought he did a good job. Um, I thought he had good speed. He held a nice frame. He had some good mm-hmm. sharp moments. I mean, did I did I leave thinking a lot of it? Not necessarily, but I thought it was a really good tango. Yeah, I agree. I felt like he brought it well, but it did feel a little lackluster to me. Um, it's interesting that you comment on the frame because I felt like the frame needed to be a little bit wider. Like he needed to kind of um, extend the chest a little bit more. I thought he was a little tight in his frame, but I thought they handled the tempo changes from quick to slow very well. It He brought an intensity that I appreciated seeing to the tango. You might have been right about the frame. I probably couldn't see it. <laughs> True. Uh, there, so that scores all nines for a score of 27. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they do a salsa. Mm-hmm. I am, I, are you with Len or are you with Bruno Carrianne? I'm more with Bruno Carrianne. I am with Len. Interesting. I felt like he struggled with the timing. I think the timing got away from him. I The opening shimmy was weak to me, so I felt like I kind of started off on a foot of, okay, he needs to be more full out. He needs to be more excited about what he's doing. I thought I could have used a bit more polish. Um, He did okay in my book. So he was one of uh, the the negative I'll say is he was one of several contestants who seemed to have a lapse of memory during mm-hmm. one of his dances, and mm-hmm. and there are definitely some moments it looked like he he lost what he was doing, mm-hmm. but I loved the style of it, like it felt sort of loose, casual, like they were at a club, uh, yeah. which is something they they did, and so it it didn't necessarily feel like professional salsa but it felt like a sort of salsa dance you would do out like in in Havana on a Saturday night um I I thought they had a great connection I thought it was really hot um Mm -hmm. I thought he looked really natural and just on like I thought this was a very high note to go out on even if they shouldn't have gone home Mm -hmm. I would agree well maybe not about like that being the high note but i think the week in as a whole was a good way to go out yeah yeah like i personally liked this salsa more than i liked their tango if i'm being honest okay yeah i'm an i am not quite there but i love that for you and it's hard because again i i acknowledge there are there are a couple moments he doesn't know what's happening yeah so like i would never give it a 10 I should probably give it an eight, but I liked it so much I'd give it a nine. 
there you go, Len, which is exactly what he gives them. Outside gives eights for a 25, totaling the night for 52 out of 60. And let's be honest, Romeo gets screwed. Yeah. I understand that the pity vote pushes somebody six points ahead. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. And I'll be honest, when I, as soon as that happened, I was like, wow, he has officially worn out his welcome. Yeah. Did I feel, Let's talk about it. did I feel that strongly in the end, it, like in his semifinals about like, should he have been here? No, I was like, okay, like clearly he's not moving on, but. But it still is like unfortunate. Like I think if you really are that injured, the correct course of action is to bow out. We're talking about Ralph Macchio and Karina Smirnoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ralph gets very injured, uh, mm-hmm. like has a has a major leg issue uh, that happens before the quarterfinals. To the point, it's like a cyst, like yeah. a cyst ruptures behind the kneecap, yeah. basically. And they're like, "Okay, it's not a huge deal. You'll be fine." And then it like becomes a huge deal it, like re-ruptures or like happens again a couple days later and becomes worse Mm -hmm. um the moment it becomes worse is the moment i would say you probably have to bow out yeah that's that's what i mean like maybe not at that first initial one like that's fine but like Mm -hmm. once it gets to whatever it's like sunday like saturday at like 12 45 and they're like oh this is so horrible they talk about how they only had eight hours they literally Mm -hmm allegedly don't have any choreography prepared for their instant dance that they were just going to go on like a total whim. Mm -hmm. And so it's, I just, you're, you're actively taking a spot from someone for next week. But I I understand that he's like, I think I can get better. I'm getting cleared by the doctors to get better. If I can dance, I'm going to do it. But, but there's no guarantee. And so as America, I'm not going to vote for him because I'm like, there's no guarantee he's going to be good right. enough. And right. you know what? I've liked Ralph throughout the season. But he's been inconsistent. He's he been inconsistent. He could have not been injured and gone out there and done those dances. And I wouldn't have, like, it could have been just the same. I mean, it wouldn't have yeah. been, like, to this level. But, like, it, you could have mm-hmm. told me nothing about the injury. You could have just had him go out there and i would have been like oh yeah just another week with ralph like we're on a low right now we're not on a high yeah he never recaptured that week one energy no and that's that's not his fault clearly he had the perfect dance the perfect routine it the the best suited him and that set him it kind of set him up for failure yep um now i Again, I'm not mad that he chooses to dance in in the quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. I just think it is unfortunate. Yeah, it's kind of like a you should probably say whether or not I'm eliminated, I'm not going to dance the semifinals because I don't want to mm-hmm. make this worse. Or if I'm America, I'm just like I'm not voting him through because what if he can't deliver again? Mm-hmm. So, and, like, since Romeo is really on an upward trajectory, it's it's too bad, is what is yeah. what it is. Yeah. 
And then I think, too, it doesn't help, like, so then Karina's concept for Ralph's first dance for their Viennese waltz is that she wants to do, like, the anti-Viennese waltz. She wants to flip it on its head and do all this, like, cool whatever stuff. And so then for him to really not have the polish with it, like, to no one's surprise, I didn't care for the Viennese waltz. Mm. Like, it was fine. He got through it. The frame didn't look good. The shoulders were creeping up. Mm -hmm. They did have good, nice and good rise and fall but like it wasn't quarterfinal material like i i liked it less when it was darker angrier because Mm -hmm. he just didn't quite have the polish like you said it wasn't extended enough it wasn't Mm -hmm. up um it was just and it was also a weird routine i'm not sure i would have liked the concept even if he was executing it well Mm -hmm. so eight eight nine twenty five over squared close to right Mm -hmm. but a little overscored Mm -hmm. Uh, and then then is their instant Mm cha-cha it starts with so much messing about to make up for the fact that they have nothing prepared right um he doesn't have enough hips but i mean he can't really move one of his legs Uh, Mm um but i did think his legs looked good when they were extended Mm-hmm. He, uh, he just unfortunately this watching this dance was when i said he should not be here next week mm-hmm. apropos was... without seeing his next week i decided i was done with him and i still have another week of him it was an instant dance you know it was the weakest of all of them it, his smile felt genuine but his posture was rough it was wooden the timing completely falls apart at one point There you have it. What more is there to say? 21 straight sevens. So he ends the night with 46 out of 60. Six points behind Romeo at 52. And good news, he makes up those points. Mm-hmm. So he goes into the semifinals as the underdog. And this dog's going to be put down. Uh, they dance a salsa first. And... They dance in Argentine tango first. Oh, yeah. They dance in Argentine tango first. Um. Yeah. So first they do an Argentine tango. <laughs> and I was over the props. I felt like that went on for far too long at the beginning. But I like the seduction. His frame looked solid. There was good precision in the feet. I thought it was a tough routine, and I thought it did look like work for him. I wanted him to breathe and be a little bit more connected to the moment, but I think he did do a good job. Yeah, that lack of connection to the moment is a good point because I just didn't have enough fire out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought technically he danced it well. Mm-hmm. I mean, his footwork, his kicks, his framing, that all looked good. I just didn't love it, and I just kind of didn't care. Right. You didn't care so much, you forgot that it happened and wanted to go straight into the salsa. Mm-hmm. Eight nine eight twenty five, And now... They yeah. do a salsa. Styling, it's just like, why are we going for like 70s sleaze balls? You know? Yeah, like she was in leopard print, like a leopard print cat suit. He was yeah. like Guido at the beach with sunglasses. Like, 
I, it was, it was tacky. Yeah, it really was. Uh, still wooden hips. He seemed a hair off from the bee. I did think it was fun, but it was not sizzling. And I wanted it to be sizzling. See, I just thought he was too dorky to pull this routine off. Yeah. Like, it, like you said, it's supposed to be sizzling, and that's not Ralph Macchio. No. Which, I mean, in his package, he talks about that, too. Like, he says this is a dance that will not be suited for him. And yeah, he was but right. So then, but so then Karina gives him, like, in a direction that really doesn't suit him. Yeah. And he, like, he gave this dance his all. He just couldn't hit what I need from him. No, not at all. Bruno says a really off-color joke that Karina is right to be really peeved by. Mm-hmm. Um, he he says that Ralph can't control uh, his pussy cat, but he doesn't include the word cat, uh, mm-hmm. so it gets bleeped out. And Karina looks angry for the Karina's next few minutes. Classy, classy. Yep. Yeah. And we love a pissed off Karina. We really do. Yeah, we love Karina. So eight, seven, eight for twenty-three. He scores forty-eight out of sixty. I mean, he's he's well behind everybody else, and he goes home. We get to see one more dance out of him mm-hmm. in the instant cha 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 winner take all. Fifteen which is, which bonus points. Way point. too like, lopsided. <laughs> I know. It's just such a, like, bizarre, like, in theory, I don't hate what we do, but just everything about it was, like, kind of funny that everyone got different music. It was, like, winner take all. It was, again, 15 bonus points. It's 15 points that screws it up. I'm like, if it was, like, 5 or 10, sure. But 15? 15? Essentially, that means if the person does, like, if the person did really poorly in the first round or first two rounds, then they maybe have a shot at moving on to the finals. But if they did well in the first two rounds, they are automatically moving on. They're just obnoxiously ahead of everyone. But I, but I will say, the right person gets those points because I'm afraid she wouldn't have had the votes to get her through without those fifteen points. Yeah. And I did not want Ralph in the finale. No. Um, I, I didn't hate this. However, what I didn't like about the instant cha-cha winner take all was, so we did like two smackdowns. Like first mm-hmm. was Heinz versus Ralph because they were one and four on the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chelsea and Kirsty were second and third. So that made sense. But then they were like, okay, the winner of the first two rounds will go up against each other. They will get new music, but essentially they're going to be doing the same choreography because they've had four minutes. And so, like, like Chelsea specifically, I was like, that's the same moves in, like, the same sequence. Uh, yes. Yes. I will say, Heinz at least, like, switched it up a little bit. But, yeah, mm-hmm. Chelsea's, I was like, oh, we're just, we're just repeating the routine. Which, don't blame them. Yeah. I mean, so, like, I, I didn't care about the last round because the last round just felt stupid and, yeah. and misconceived. Um, yeah. Also, I did love Brooke doesn't understand how heads and tails works. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Poor Katie, Katie, fight. I had to stop it. Katie, I had to stop it. I was so uncomfortable. It was, it was so, okay. So she goes, Heinz, 
You get to pick between heads or tails if you're going first or last. Heinz picks tails. Brooke goes, it's heads. Heinz, do you want to dance first or second? Heinz just kind of has the grin on his face and is like, a second, but they won the coin <laughs> Like yeah, is- and like Kim, Kim looks like like she hears Brooke say, "Heinz, you get to choose," and Kim's like, "We want to go second. We want to go second. Yeah. And Heinz is like, "I'm gonna play by the rules." It's so uncomfortable. The it's whole moment. It's so uncomfortable, and like, I yeah, it. Brooke has no idea she has done anything wrong. Yep. Brooke Burke, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Otherwise, like. Heinz, Heinz beats Ralph three to nothing. Chelsea beats yeah. Chrissy three nothing. Chelsea beats Heinz three nothing. Yeah, um, and I would say the right people won all the right rounds. Yeah, uh, yeah. Again, that last round was worthless to me, and I didn't want to pick a winner. Um, mm-hmm. But it really was the last round. Really, really was a difference in styles because mm-hmm. Heinz was so like. It wasn't as sharp, but it seemed so natural. He yes. seemed so like to compliment Kim perfectly. Like it looked so right. Whereas Chelsea's was like much sharper, much flashier. But it was a very it, modern take. Yeah, and it's exciting. So it's like I don't yeah, I agree. I was happy I, she won it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was happy she won it. I will also say when she was up against Kirsty. Whereas, like, Heinz, I was like, this is going to be hard to beat. And then Ralph, Ralph did a good job as a, like, nice swan song, Mm -hmm. like a fun ending. Uh, Chelsea, I was like, she left something on the table. She can be beaten. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, Kirsty takes too long to start dancing. And, like, she's just a hair too low energy. So Chelsea Mm -hmm. was beatable, but Kirsty just didn't take it. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have been mad if she had gotten a vote. But just like I wouldn't have been mad if Heinz got yeah, a vote in I, the with end. with one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if I'm Bruno, Bruno knows it's over. Bruno can switch his vote. I know. That's what I kind of thought, too. I thought he might for both of them, but he did not. It really sounded like he was going to switch or go for Heinz and then kind of yeah. switch to the end to Chelsea. But so that is that. And now we are left with three finalists. How do you feel about our final three? It's a it's a weird final three. It is, but it is sent. It it makes sense, and they all bring something different to the table. Yes, but it's I'm very over one of them. I I I am too, but I but I also understand how she got here. Right. And I feel like some of it is this just was kind of an odd season in a way where it's, you know, the same things that we've talked about week in and week out. It's fluctuating who's the front runner and blah, 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 blah. But then also it's like everyone has had something just go amiss once or two. It just is kind of an odd season. Mm. Well, I, I'm i going to have thoughts on what the story of this season becomes in a, in a little bit. Yeah. But in the meantime, we're going to talk about the one you're over. Yeah, Kirsty and Max. I'm so over her. I really am. I went into it, like, ready to be so charmed, so excited to watch them. And, like, I'm not loving it. I'm not loving it at all. 
Now she's like starving herself. I was so concerned hearing that when Max was like, I get that you're, you're, you've made a focus on losing weight, but you are like not eating. And like, she does look kind of too thin almost in the face in some shots, in my opinion. Yeah. So it's, that's not good. But uh, when no. they do their Argentine tango, I think she has really good control on her legs mm-hmm. There's a lovely sense of push and pull. Um, mm-hmm. My my only note is sometimes she loses focus on on like the whole uh, on the idea of like okay what is this shape going to be what is this total line supposed to look like mm-hmm. that she's just so focused on one appendage that we lose kind of the entirety of it if that makes okay. sense. Okay, no, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Because, like, there were sometimes I'm like, okay, right now your upper body looks so good and in such a line and in such a form, and then you have, like, one leg kind of, like, weirdly bent and kind mm-hmm. of there. Or, like, okay, now you're doing this thing where you're, like, in between his legs and doing this, but then here's this arm that's just kind of there. Right. No, I do you've agree just with lost that. The, you've lost the entirety of it for knowing mm-hmm. I have to do this leg correctly or I know I mm-hmm. need to hit this pose with these part. But I, I, this exceeded my expectations. Yeah, I thought this Argentine tango was a job very well done from her. They started off with a lift that I thought looked great. She had a good line there. Her feet were looking good. I was really enjoying the choreography. There was intricate footwork. I thought she had slink, precision, just like a raw sex appeal to it. Like, I I really, I love a, a Sharmakovsky Argentine tango. And this earns Kirsty her first 10 of the season from Bruno. Mm-hmm. So it scores 28 out of 30. So they're feeling good going into their salsa. Unfortunately, for all this talk of like Kirsty trying to lose weight and look good and feel good, they put her in a wildly unflattering outfit here. Yeah, they do. I was like, man, she, like she has been looking thinner through this season, and this outfit just does not look good on her at all. No, it didn't. Um, she has clear memory issues in this salsa. Mm-hmm. Um, she also like leans forward a lot in it. For me, mm-hmm. after their Argentine, I was like, "Yes, let's go! Here we come!" And it fell a little flat. This wasn't terrible, but it wasn't good. <laughs> no, it fell a little flat. I thought it did. It had a natural look to it, but I just needed more hips. I I needed more from it. Eight nine eight twenty five. Mm-hmm. It basically comes down to like I think Kirsty is good, and I do understand why people related to her. I mean, I think she and Max are both strong personalities that mm-hmm. sometimes for us provides unpleasant viewing. But obviously, other people liked that pairing and liked the push pull, mm-hmm. and that she like offered that to Max. For me, I would have liked to see her probably go home in the semifinals and Mm -hmm. see Romeo continue on to the finals. Mm -hmm. But whatever. But we don't always get what we want. Nope. Uh, I think she looks good in this Viennese. Like, she actually looks healthy good in the Viennese. Mm -hmm. She looks beautiful in that dress. She just doesn't always smile when she dances. Mm Mm-hmm. 
like I she I, does one face a lot of the time that kind of like sassy lips yeah. purrs yes and like in this she was giving like serious like mm, I'm feeling emotional face but I'm like give me the love of it I know I know she it's it's like she gets into her mind of okay here's the character I'm going to do in this dance and then she delivers that character but never changes no, there's it's it's not dynamic. No. And and that I I I get it when you're doing something you you're not comfortable with and you're like, okay, we have the emotion of this dance, this is what it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. And Max is not necessarily somebody who choreographs storylines, which mm-hmm. is not always a bad thing. Some people get way too into their storylines, which we'll talk mm-hmm. about with the next couple. Um mm-hmm. uh, but like at least saying, here's what our storyline is, gives them beats to do. Kirsty, it's like she doesn't realize there are beats that she has to hit. So, mm-hmm. like, I just wanted her to smile in this Viennese, and she didn't do it. <laughs> I know, I'm so sorry that she didn't give you that. I thought she had a strong frame. They had a good connection. There were a lot of gorgeous spins. She was throwing her arm too far back to me and just kind of throwing it which i think kind of speaks to what you talked about for the week prior that she just maybe isn't thinking of the picture as a whole um at times it got a hair on the happy side for me but i think overall it was a a beautiful dance yeah i agree i thought it was quite lovely it's all nines for a 27 and then they do a paso and Mm -hmm. it's funny what you say about her throwing her arms too far back because I think that happens in this pasa. It does. That, it absolutely that she does. like often just goes too far. Um, yeah. I wanted I, her sharper. I thought she was a little yeah. bit too theoretical in a lot of her movements. I thought that there was decent frame and you could tell that she was attempting the shaping. But I just needed more attack out of her. More mm-hmm. fire. Yeah. It just didn't quite feel paso enough. The song did not help because it didn't quite feel like a paso, but she wasn't given that either. She she had a good intensity on her face, but it wasn't with the rest of her. Mm-hmm. Not mad at it, but not thrilled. Right. All nines, 27. She gets a 54 mm-hmm. out of 60. Our next finalist is mm-hmm. Disney Channel star Chelsea Kane and her partner Mark Ballas. Okay. I need to give the most praise to Chelsea Kane. Okay. Beginning their package with her getting mad at Mark for, like, back-talking the judges. Yeah. And her kind of being like, Mark, you're reflecting on me. Us, like, first, you breaking the rules for what we're doing. Like, we're yeah, we're doing that. We have to accept those consequences. But then to then be like, well, here's how we're not breaking the rules. And blah, 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 makes it look like I think I'm too cocky, that I deserve this. And I'm just like, bless, Chelsea. Bless. Yes. yes. She has done a great job this season of trying to, like, deliver that to Mark. I think so, too. And then they do a waltz that, like, for some reason is them, like, they've just been shipwrecked and, like, washed up on a beach. (laughs) It felt like a contemporary. It didn't feel that much like a waltz. I thought they had two (laughs) I wrote down contemporary three times. Yeah, it just, it felt 
Yeah, the frame was good. Spent too much time apart, not enough time in hold, but there was gorgeous quality of movement. There was a good connection, which I don't always feel from them. So, I mean, I do think she did a good job with the contemporary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> she moves so well. Um yeah. Len is Len is right that it's all too like story focused, too story mm-hmm. forward. Ready for a hot take? Yeah. I wish Chelsea had been with Tony Davalani. Wow. I'm not mad about it. I think Mark saw, oh, I have a girl who can do, she can dance and she can fulfill all of my wildest ideas. I'm going to use those wildest ideas. Yeah. And Mark's problem is when he, like, Derek is like, I'm going to do all these wild ideas, but within the frame of, like, what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah, no, Mark takes a... So, like, Derek pushes the boundaries. Mm-hmm. Mark pushes past them and goes over the line. Yeah. Like, Mark doesn't play the game as well. Derek blurs the line. Mm-hmm. Mark tramples right on over it. Yeah, and it's clear the line has been crossed. Yes. So, like, I really like her, and I do like them together. I just think she would have been better served with Tony. God, that would have been good. That would have been good. Or hell, her and Dimitri. Wouldn't be mad about that either. Because, let's imagine, he learned his lesson with Maya. Uh Uh-huh. Let's see what happens. Shall we? Um, as is, Len is so mad that it's focused on a story that he gives it a 9, and it scores 29 out of 30. Mm-hmm. They then do a salsa, mm-hmm. and what better way for this instant round to begin than the band instantly starts as the disembodied voice is announcing them. Yep. So, oops on Harold Wheeler's part. Uh-huh. Um, miscued on Harold yeah. Wheeler's part. My guess is, because they clearly have a tempo they go with, my guess mm-hmm. is, like, the tempo track, like, the clicks all were already starting in his earpiece. So somebody yeah. probably cued him incorrectly. That's, Tom specifically said there was a jumped cue, yeah. is how he yeah. phrased so it. So I don't blame it on Harold, because right. Harold is a saint. No, because Harold would do nothing wrong. I mean, hey, he's no ratio. <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> um, the salsa, I really enjoyed. I loved the fire she brought to it. I thought she had great sass. Her confidence was through the roof. I thought her hips were working. Clearly had a Latin flair. Um, she did the turns very well. She was right on the money. But I understand the scoring of it, too. It, like, she's got the skills. I had a lot of fun watching it. Mm-hmm. Um. The the thing that made me laugh is there was an attempt at doing a Derek Huff crotch bob, but she was not nearly low enough. No. <laughs> so it just no. looked really awkward, and it was kind there of was funny to me. There was an attempt. There was an attempt. It was it was very funny to me. Yeah. So eight nine nine for a score of twenty six. Uh, that get, scored her fifty five out of sixty on the evening. Mm-hmm. I believe that was the highest score of the night. That was the highest score of the night. Her 54, or 55. Yeah. Yeah, that was the highest. We can do math. 
That's yeah, been can. long established. Yeah, this is a math podcast, first and foremost. Okay. Then Chelsea and Mark do an Argentine. And they do it to the Gilles Argentine tango song. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a great routine. It's no Cheryl's choreography. To I know. I know. But, like, she, she has great legs in this. Her mm-hmm. legs, her legs just look like straight fire. Um, I like the, the white lace was kind yes. of a, you know, not normally what we go for yeah. in AT. So I kind of love that. Mm-hmm. She's, she's got the X factor when she's dancing. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, there were just a couple moments. She like didn't fully commit to a couple of her kicks. Mm-hmm. So they just look half, they looked a little half baked, mm-hmm. but overall, I, I mean, a, a good job. A very yeah, good it's it is no Gilles and Cheryl, which I think is like the number one thing that kind of works against it. But yeah. I thought she had great precision, great slink and seduction. The lifts were beautiful. I thought they had a really good connection. It was exciting. I thought they looked really good out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After they danced, I was like, wow, of the three contestants, Ralph, Kirsty, and Chelsea, who have done Argentine tangos in the last two weeks, this is definitely the best one. I bet this will be the best Argentine tango of these two weeks. In case you can't tell, he's really hyping up one of his favorite Argentine tangos of all time. Uh, so it gets a 10 from Bruno for a 28. Yep. <laughs> um, and then they do a rumba. Mm-hmm. Why is she fully just wrapped in a bed sheet? <laughs> Why not, you know? Why not? How else am I supposed to know it's a rumba? Um, I I will say, it's like, man, after the lines she was doing on her Argentine, can't wait to see her do this rumba. Mm-hmm. And and she she does them very well. She committed a little more to the aggression in this rumba than she did in the Argentine, which mm-hmm. was weird to me. Um, well, but she had just been told she hadn't committed enough yeah, by the judges. Fair. Um, yeah. But I was like, she didn't need to do aggression. I uh, know, yeah. Um, and and it was kind of a weird routine in that just as it was ending, felt like it was finally starting to take off. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hmm, I would have liked it to go on a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Like, it felt like a long prologue to something. So I mm-hmm. I did not, I was a little surprised it was a 30. Well, but it was really good. I really enjoyed it, and I think I enjoyed it because it had the aggression and because it was exciting. So, like, I didn't mind it getting a 30. I thought that she looked really pretty out there. It, there was beautiful acting. Great. Again, connection was my word of the week for these two, apparently, because I thought they did have great connection. Gorgeous poses. It was seductive, sexy. It was fast. So I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And it like you said, a 30. She ends with 58 out of 60. And then there was one contestant left. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. She gets 15 bonus points. So whatever 58 plus 15 is, that's what she ends the night with. So she is the highest score of the night. <laughs> she gets 73 out of 60. Yeah. Explain that one, America. 
And then our final contestant competing for everyone's heart next week. It is Heinz Ward and his partner Kim Legs for Days Johnson. They begin week eight. Well, their first dance of week eight is a foxtrot. And in the package, she specifically says she wants to focus on the technique and the dance over a story. And I'm like, wow, imagine that. What a concept. Like, Kim has a story in mind, but she's like, but the story is just kind of there, but we're really going to focus on your technique for this. We're really, okay. that's going to be the important part. And I'm like, hmm, wow. 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 This um, is Katie. Felt. Katie. I found him to be a bit too dainty for my liking in this foxtrot. I felt like he was not bringing enough fire to it. Which, not that you bring fire to a foxtrot, but it just felt dainty to me. It just felt dainty and a little bit weak. I thought he had good posture, light on his feet. When he was with Kim, I thought it was great. When he was alone, I didn't love it as much. I thought this was underscored by two points. I think this is one of the best foxtrots the show has ever seen. Oh, I thought shut it was. I am not even kidding. I thought this was incredibly <laughs> charming. I thought it was so fun. It was so sweet. It was. I was I was stunned watching it. I was just absolutely over the moon. I had a huge grin on my face. I I was just in I was enamored with every ounce of it. Wow. Different interpretations. I could not, could not believe it didn't get a 30. I could. Like I kid you not. I think this is one of the great Foxtrots. I just, like, I disagree with you. I mean, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but, like, I just disagree with you. What's funny but is I can how... think of no other Foxtrots. You know, I like more of, like, a big band feel Foxtrot. And that's what I want from, like, a quick step. Whereas, like, a Foxtrot, you can give me this kind of, like, yes, you can give me big band, like, a stare soft shoe sort of things. And yeah. yes, they say like a stare and Gene Kelly. And I'm like, I don't quite agree. No, I don't that. see that. I didn't all. see it in this routine. But like, I just, I, I, I loved this. I loved every second of it. Oh, good. I'm happy for you that you did. Bruno gives it a 10. The other two are wrong. And it gets a 28 out of 30. Mm hmm. It's just, it's such a good foxtrot. That dance ended, and I was like, wow, he's my winner. I wonder who's going to get my jaunty Savan. I have no idea. I'm really on the edge of my seat. I can't wait to find Considering out. Considering I've just said one of the greatest foxtrots the show has ever seen. And, you know, there might be an Argentine coming up. Yeah, that maybe he'll love a lot. Okay, well, in their jive... The instant jive... Their instant jive. Um, my first note is, my God, he can throw Kim. And that no! is no! sad to see now that I know everything. I wanted more kicks. I wanted him to point his toe more. I thought it was a little bit flat-footed. I wanted more energy in mm -hmm. the feet. But he did not miss a step, and he did very well. 
Yes, I thought he often had really good flair on his kicks and steps, but sometimes it was too flat-footed. Yeah. Um, there were moments of clear concentration, but it's an instant jive where you didn't know your music. Right. I'd love to see him do a jive that wasn't instant. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I think their climactic side-by-side -side bit was great to watch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He is just so... The, uh, the spotlight is so on him. Kim is doing great work with him. Yes. She's great for him, with yes. him. Yes. It, like, she's t teaching him well, giving him great routines, and he is living up to every single thing he's giving. Mm -hmm. And she really does highlight him. Yeah. She really, really does. Yep. So uh, this jive scores 26,998. Uh, they have 54 out of 60 to be in second place in the quarterfinals. And now, okay, can I, can I monologue? Sure. Or should you, should you begin this and then I'll jump in? Um, okay, in week nine, we are prepped by Tom before we get to their package that Kim had been rushed to the hospital during the week with a neck injury and he said that he had seen the package before the show aired and that it is very hard to watch now you may monologue naturally i assume brooke burke was in the editing bay because they yeah. show that injury two or three times three yeah and tw two of them are in slow-mo yeah in yeah excruciating slow-mo it is horrific it is i i turned away i turned away for i have seen it before and i knew it was coming and i i could not watch it and it's like horrific no it's they're trying to do a thing where he's like kind of bent over and she's doing a 360 flip like within his arm it, it's it, like it she's is she's like in between his legs and he's meant to flip her as he's like kind of like either throwing her under him or like he's he's jumping over her yeah. it's it's something way bizarre and they talk all in this package leading up into it of kim is throwing in tricks she's never done before things that are harder never, than she's, she's ever seen done. them done before like she's just inventing them she but thinks she, they'll look so cool yeah and she thinks like they need something special to to get him on and she knows he can do them and he mm -hmm. deserves something special and then they they attempt that move and he loses his balance falls forward and literally like falls on top of her like and causes her neck uh, uh like her head her like, neck forward. is on the like she like her body positioning is that like she is neck down on the floor as he just comes bearing all of his weight mm -hmm. directly onto her pushing her neck and head mm -hmm. even more mm -hmm. onto the like it looks and in like a 90 degree angle or less horrible like, it's, it's horrific and then they like immediately cut to her on the ground like i can't feel my arms yeah you see him like in tears and one of the things that gets me is when kim is like i'm so so sorry that i'm yeah. causing us to lose time and like i'm sorry i made you try that lift and like all these and it's just like and heinz is like kim you cannot be saying that right now mm -hmm. like and, and i mean it's it's 
and, and like seeing him like despondent alone in the studio. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard. It's, it's devastating. It is rough. Mm-hmm. It is so rough. And I mean, again, I was like sitting in my bed watching this while my boyfriend was at the hospital getting a surgery done. And granted, mm-hmm. it was like a light scheduled procedure, but I was still just like, and I mean, I knew it was coming, but I was like, I just can't handle this today. Yeah. And and especially the her being like, oh, I'm just so sorry. Like, I'm so mad at myself that we're losing this rehearsal time. Mm-hmm. And like minutes before, she said she couldn't feel her arms. I know. I know. I shouldn't laugh, but, like, it just, it seems so, like, exactly how a professional dancer, like, would be. That, like, she just immediately goes into, like, this responsible mode of, like, you are my partner, I want to, like, it just speaks to Kim's character. Yes. And, I mean, it also speaks a lot to Heinz, that Heinz immediately is, like, on the floor with her, is, like, yeah. Also, clearly so distraught over this, and we'll really get to the moment that shows Heinz's character. We'll yeah. we'll talk about that in a minute. And I, I'm thinking about. Okay, so they do their Argentine tango, and it it's is it's one of the best the show's ever seen. It's one of the best the show's ever seen. It's so incredible. Quick movements, fast paced, great body contact, Kim's legs, incredible connection, the kick with the musical flourish as he lifts her up and she does the quick kick. Oh my god, it is so well done. I loved every second of it. They are so dialed in together. Like, Mm -hmm. even when he's sitting in the chair, his posture is so right, and then he's like doing these small moves in the chair, and it's Mm -hmm. just like, that's a dancer. Yes. And, and like, they, their lifts, so good. They're, mm-hmm. They are just dialed into one another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and when it finishes, and she, like, kind of slides down him a little bit, and then he just, like, fades into this grin, a wink, and then, as soon as he, like, looks at her, and just kind of loses it. And just, yeah. like, clearly the emotions of everything that they had been feeling, mm-hmm. everything they had gone through, and the fact that here is this routine that, like, she... Could have ended it. Like, could have ended their run. It could yeah. have ended her dancing career. Yeah. And... The weight and of to, the moment really hits them. And, like, to have the audience as, like... Because the audience is just on their feet roaring. And, like, it deserves it. But it just, like, hits him, and he's crying. And Kim is just like, no, don't cry. And, like, doing this. And the judges are, like, standing for them. The look on Len's face, where he just looks so, like, you got this. Yeah. Like, everything about that moment. And just, like, the fact that Heinz, Heinz clearly cares so much for her. Like, that moment, this should be, like, Dancing with the Stars is about the star. It should be, like, their journey, their, like, triumph. And, like, yes, it is their relationship with their partner. But in this moment, you can tell for him, this is not about him. This big triumph where he has done one of the best dances the show has ever seen is not about him at all for him. No. No. And that says everything. Mm-hmm. It almost like there was a part of me that was almost like Tom needs to throw it to commercial just to like allow this man to have this moment 
I, I think like, they need the moment of, like, the judges kind of, A, getting to talk to Kim and being like, Kim. Yeah, I mean, I and, get it. But... And for them to be able to talk to him and give yeah. him, like, uh, because if, basically, yes, they should have cut to commercial if the judges weren't going to give it a 30. <laughs> well, it wasn't going to be thrice. I just mean, even, like, the judges can still, like, have had that moment. And, like, I, as a viewer, maybe didn't need to be, like, privy to it. just, it he is clearly so overcome with emotion that, like, the humanity side of me is, like, just, like, let this man feel these feelings. Like, we don't need to invite everyone in in this moment. But I get it, too. I'm not, like, mad about it. Like, I don't think they crossed a line or anything like that. But it's just, it's, he's really having such a release of emotion that I was just like, oh, God. Like, what? What the? Give him a break. Yeah. It is, it is the defining moment of Heinz Ward on the show to me. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've said Heinz has been doing very well throughout the season and has clearly been towards the front of the pack. Maybe not the front runner, but like one of, one of the cups. Yeah. I think quarterfinals. I think quarterfinals on. I think it basically becomes if Chelsea can manage to get the fan vote, maybe, but like she's not going to overtake Heinz. Like it yeah. feels like it becomes Heinz's world from week eight on. Yeah. And it should, because he just, he seizes the moment. And Mm -hmm. so obviously that gets a 30 and then they do a salsa. And Mm -hmm. okay. I love that bit in the package where his mom says like, I thought he might be the first one out. Yeah. His his mom mom, was funny. I liked his mom. And his mom was so wrong because him in the salsa, like, he has the swagger. He, like, he's matching Kim. He just, he has the charm. He has the dance. Once again, I just watched this and I had the biggest smile on my face. I, I, like, barely even took notes. I, I'm going to tell you right now, Heinz Ward might be one of my all-time favorite winners. Really? Did you yeah. go into the season thinking that? No. Right. Okay. So this has just been a. Yeah. I knew. I knew he had that Argentine tango, and I was going to feel yeah. emotional. I did not remember all of the rest of this. Yeah. And I have just slowly been like, I. You've heard me like I've always been like, oh, I really like him. I'm so charmed by him, and I'm just like I. He, I think he has everything about this show that makes it great. Yeah. I'm, and like him and Kim, and I just, this has been a really long day, Katie. Yeah. (laughs) So Chris left the salsa, it scores a 30, we see straight 10s again, and there we have our semifinals. We are going into the finals with Chelsea 13 points ahead of Heinz. <laughs> 73 out of 60. Heinz in second, second place with a 60 out of 60. And our girl, Kirstie Alley, bringing up the rear with 54 out of 60. I mean, yeah. we are primed and ready to go. Yeah, Heinz. Does... Heinz really disappointing in second place with that 60 out of 60. He really should have done better. <laughs> Really should have done better. I mean, it definitely feels like we're barreling into the finals with 
as long as Heinz can do it all right, it feels like it's his for the taking. But it, but it still feels that the fans will rally, but especially given the way they have peaked and the way like that, it, that just their week nine. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is this is going to sound awful. Having such an emotional moment like that that like was a genuine like here is this thing mm-hmm. that they have overcome like it basically just gives them a storyline that i think is also just indomitable yeah. I, I basically think there's no way for him to lose yeah so uh in a perfect world how would you like to see the finalists stack out next week Kirsty third chelsea second heinz first same and who's getting your jaunty savant of the week mine is going to heinz I'll give it to Heinz. I mean, I've just called him my favorite, one of my favorite winners of all time, if not my favorite winner. I'd have to... Meryl? I'd have to look back. Yeah. Oh, I mean up to this point. Okay, okay. No, I I mean, it's... If I'm thinking of, like, my favorite winners of all time, then, like, obviously, like, it's Meryl and Heinz are the first two that come to mind. Okay, but so up to this point, I could see him being your favorite winner. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you can interact with us on all of our social medias. We are on Instagram at jmp.pod. We are on Facebook at Just Meaningful Plastic. And we're on Twitter at jmppod. You can also find us on any podcatcher. Subscribe, send it to your friends, rate us. Uh, I mean, I know we mostly do it for us at this point, but it is fun when people listen. Uh, Yeah. And... I mean, we're about to finish the 12th season, which means we have next week's finale. Then we have, like we said, Benny Frank's three. Uh, We have uh, our favorite dances. And then uh, who knows? Who knows what our schedule is going to be after that? Uh, Yeah, I go to Europe. I ain't worried about the pod right now. Yeah, we have yet to talk about this with Dancing with the Stars coming back soon. We don't know about Quick Step Reacts. We don't know if we'll jump right into season 13. Who knows what we're going to do? Who knows? We'll we'll talk about it. Yeah. But until then, Katie, I love Heinz and I like Heinz. Chris, I hear Heinz and I see Heinz. And please, I just assume it's a new episode of Castle coming up next. Perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs>